0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome
1: Welcome to Warrior's Wrap-Up. Wrap-Up. Hadlock Curry takes another three, it's up and good! He's got 62! On 95.7, the game. has to but off the pick and he flies in for a dunk. Jam, oh by Ubre, He caught it right at the restricted area and slammed it home with a left. Dickinson and Ryan Covey Covey curry curls up the pick gets double
2: finds the open man Oubre jr flies in for a dunk going back door down the baseline well there weren't many highlights tonight uh I'm actually surprised we could find one but that was it uh Covey as the Lakers thump the Warriors tonight 117 to 91 in Los Angeles a lot of optimism coming into this one for Golden State uh winners of three in a row for the first time this season four games over 500 for the first time this season a test of just where this Warriors team is at right now with three difficult games Uh, going up against the defending champs here and and a couple of more before the break and and three more coming out and the Warriors were just never in this one tonight Uh, Looked like they weren't ready to play maybe a little bit of the Lakers Saw them coming back into their gym after stealing one from them back in January and wanted to, to really uh, send a message back going the other way. But uh, however you want to add it up, just turnovers and a lot of fouls, which is bad defense. And it was all Lakers tonight.
1: Yeah, J.D., sometimes you're the bug and sometimes you're the windshield, right? And uh the dubs well they were the bug tonight and they got the windshield from the la lakers uh and you know what i was fired up before this game and you know i was all hyped up Thought it's gonna be a you know clash of the titans you know bring it on warriors measuring stick game big test it's exam night uh down at staples and no more of that because remember when i was fired up for the brooklyn game and they got smoked like and then i was fired up for this game so next time i'm gonna take it nice and easy and just take the games as they come stay nice and even keeled uh i I mean, look, live ball turnovers by the Golden State Warriors killed them tonight. Uh, and and LeBron, I mean, come on, man, he had that look, right? LeBron, he was all business. Remember, I said in the pregame, LeBron's got a long memory, man. I guarantee you, uh, he remembers tricking off a 19-point lead on MLK Day with the whole uh, with the whole nation watching. He had a little something up his sleeve tonight for the Dubs. And uh, I mean, from the opening tip, it was all Lake Show.
2: 888 so the Warriors now and with two games to go before the All-Star break as they'll stay over in L.A., uh, have a practice on Tuesday, going to be an off day for the Warriors tomorrow, and then it's up to Portland uh, where they will take on the Blazers Wednesday and then the Phoenix Suns on Thursday leading into the break. So a couple of big games against teams that are currently in front of the Warriors still ahead here, Uh, not quite at the All-Star break yet uh, for, for this team and a couple of important games still to come. Uh, most disappointing aspect of this one for you, because for me, it it just, I mean, it was just all bad from the beginning. Rare clunker for this Warriors team. I know we've talked about it a lot. There have been a few in Utah, and uh, some second halves that gotten away from them, and maybe Phoenix and, and, and Denver uh, in the early going of the year in January. The two games obviously off the top of the season, uh, Not many of these, though, but tonight, one of them, and I just expected a more competitive, competitive game. Lakers may win because they're the better team, but I expected more competitiveness from this team, especially because it felt like the stakes were starting to get raised. Three in a row, feeling better, all right, this team primed to make a push, and it it just never thought, it was just never competitive in this one.
1: Yeah, I think that's got to be the most disappointing factor. If it was a fight, they would have tossed in the towel in the first quarter, in the first round, and been like, that's a wrap. Uh, you know, obviously, the Warriors didn't have enough punching power to hang with the Lakers tonight. And so I, I think, you know, clearly, that was it. They didn't show up. And you know what? I, I think it's it's such a jolt to see him play like that, and, and really, we haven't seen it very often, right? Especially of late. I mean, in the month of February, okay, that Brooklyn game, but again, like, They had the attention of the Brooklyn Nets that night, right? We knew that coming in. You know, you got KD coming back to the bay. They're getting, you know, they got Harden in the mix now. They hadn't been defending very well. They hadn't been winning much, you know, to the level that we would expect. And then, okay, you come on in and play the Golden State Warriors. That was a marquee game for them on a Saturday night, and the Warriors bared the brunt of that. Same thing tonight. I mean, you know, the Lakers had lost, you know, their first few games without Anthony Davis. They got one against Portland the other night. They are a defensive-minded outfit, right? And what the. the Lakers were 67% from three in the first quarter where they shoot 20 free throws. I mean, you're screwed at that point, and, and it was no more punctuated than James Wiseman fouling off a miss with .1 seconds left in the first quarter with the Warriors already in the penalty, just here's a couple of more points on the way out the door, right? I mean, it just nothing went right. The only hope is that Draymond Green's okay, uh, you know, with that ankle injury, but I mean, it, I, I think it's, you know, the, the Warriors had earned the right for this game to you know, whatever you want to call it, matter, JD, for this to be a high-profile game, for, for this to be a measuring stick game. They'd earned the right to have the lakers attention in this game and well they got it and these are these are the big boy teams in the in the big boy uh, you know matchups in in the west and in the nba and you know they for tonight they weren't good enough straight up
2: yeah, the Lakers making threes early, Warriors turning it over, missed layups, fouling too much. They're down 20 after one, and it was pretty much a wrap there uh, for Golden State, although it didn't get better in the non-Curry Draymond minutes. Uh, ugliest first quarter in a while for, for the, the primary guys, and, and the Lakers really taking it to them. I don't want to get too carried away uh, on, the, on the downside of what tonight means big picture, because, right. and I think you said it well, I mean, the Warriors did, The Warriors did win in L.A. back in January, so it's not like the Warriors can't beat the Lakers or can't beat good teams. I mean, they have done it at different points this season. Now They have the win against the Clippers as well. They've got some other wins against some pretty good teams. So I think at this point, you know, we tend to try and make a lot out of one individual game. I think the one thing I will say, though, is tonight shows me how difficult a series would be when you start to get into that kind of a conversation yeah. with, with a team like the Lakers and when you when you couple the first matchup with the game tonight and it's like as long as a series goes on, that better team is always going to make adjustments and have more things that they can do and you may get them once, but then they're going to come back at you hard and it, it made me think of all the times over the years where the Warriors would do that to a good team, a good opponent, maybe a 5 seed or a 7 seed or the Warriors would embarrass good teams like that that were playoff caliber teams because they were connected, because they were locked in, because they just had more talent and more means to make adjustments that other teams eventually couldn't match up with. And even if they got pushed, they were still going to win a playoff series. So it's not that the Warriors can't beat the Lakers or wouldn't beat the Clippers in a couple of games here or there, but I think the Laker matchup specifically, and, and they played without Anthony Davis tonight right. as well, oh, by the way. But again, Warriors won when Anthony Davis played back in January, so you tip your cap to the Warriors there. point I'm getting at is it would be really difficult for this Warriors team to win a series against this Lakers team. They're the defending champs, and they're, they're damn good when they're locked in. They let their foot off the gas in the first game as well.
1: Yeah, well, and that's it. And I'm sure before this game, you know, I'm I'm sure anybody in that locker room that needed to be reminded how that game ended, uh, you could tell by the way LeBron played, uh, it was still very fresh in his mind. Uh, He had this one circled for a while. And, you know, it's easy. I, I think sometimes, obviously, with the benefit of hindsight, say, well, maybe we should have seen this coming. But, you know, it's the classic. Warriors coming in, feeling themselves a little bit, and, uh, you know, they they maybe weren't playing with the same level of desperation. The Lakers, you know, probably the more talented team of the two, even without Anthony Davis. Um, I know it's, it you know, it, it's close, but, it, it, you know, it clearly – when the Lakers play their A game, like the Warriors can't hang with them, and especially defensively. And so I guess it's it's kind of easy to, to see now that we, maybe we should have seen it coming, but, um, you know, the Lakers, they, they just wanted this game from the opening tip. This was not one they were going to, quote, overlook. This was not one where they were going to maybe turn it on in the second half. It was not. From the opening tip, they were going to impose their will, and they were so active at both ends. JD, I mean, the live ball turnovers, how uh, they were forcing the Warriors into mistakes, and, you know, that's what you have to, like, That when when a team ramps up that kind of intensity, I mean, honestly, we we know there's only one of two plausible outcomes, right? The other team matches it, and you get a hell of a basketball game, or... You fold up camp. And, and, you know, look, the the Lakers imposed themselves on the Warriors, but it's not like the Warriors had a lot of answers tonight either. I mean, they were sloppy with the rock, and, you know, they settled for some bad shots. And, you know, when those first threes didn't start falling, you knew it could be a long night. And, you know, there was that one stretch in the first quarter where the Lakers had gotten up, and then the Warriors pushed it back to like – they got it back to like nine and thought, okay, maybe they'll settle in and and make this a game. But then, you know, you look up again by the end of the first, it's a 20-point lead. And you – I mean, we all knew at that point, like, oh, no, this ain't like – MLK. This game's done, and it was.
2: 8-8, If you want to weigh in uh, on this one, as the Warriors drop to 19-16, the three-game winning streak is over. Uh, good news on Draymond Green, uh, at least initially from Steve Kerr in, in the post-game press conference, uh, a sprained left ankle, But uh, Steve Kerr telling reporters uh, the injury not too bad. And again, the Warriors don't play again until Wednesday when they'll be in Portland to take on the Trailblazers back-to-back with the makeup game from the January 15th postponement in Phoenix. That game is coming up uh, on Thursday. But good news on the Draymond front. He obviously didn't come out and play in the second half. And and why would he come out and play in the second half with the Warriors uh, down 29 uh, at the break uh, in a game that they would trail by as many as 35 and lose 117 to 91. Warriors never in this one, and uh, they'll try and regroup and, and and get back on track, and I think it'll, it'll, the big picture is the Warriors are still in an okay spot uh, overall. I mean, this is why you want to be three games over 500 right now. This is why you wanted to push to get to 19 and 15 going into this stretch, and hell, maybe why you wanted to even be a game or two better than that going into this stretch to give yourself uh, some breathing room. Uh, The turnovers, I know that's something uh, that Steve Kerr mentioned as well in his post-game press conference. He said it as three consecutive games of, of 20 or more. Uh, it's actually two straight of 20 or more, but the third game they had 19. Uh, that's the one thing. Warriors, a little bit careless. I thought tonight it was a lot of good defense by the Lakers. I think the Lakers really, you know, as a top defensive team in the league, were trying to make life difficult and, and, and put it on the Warriors on that end. Uh, but if, if there have been issues over the years, in the Steve Kerr era where the Warriors can struggle, it's when they're turning the rock over at at a very high rate, and that's something that's cropping up here these last couple of games that clearly is going to have to be a focal point to get this thing uh, turned back around.
1: Yeah, for sure, and I think it was some of those were were self-imposed, and it was just I don't think the Warriors, J.D., are used to seeing – teams bring the type of effort that the Lakers brought tonight, right? I mean, you watch a lot of hoops, Um, you know, the, the Lakers, they were up for this one and you could just tell. And, and it's, it's kind of just all of those little things, right? Like, you know, just those little extra hustle plays, you know, selling out, getting out on a shooter, fighting through a screen, uh, anticipating the play, right. And and instead of just getting back on defense, looking to, to clog up a passing lane and maybe get a quick steal, like, the Lakers were just a step ahead all night. And and conversely, the Warriors just kind of had that, you know, laissez-faire attitude. And, um, you know, again, like, and I'm not not trying to crush the Warriors for this. It was more a product of, like, how great the Lakers played and the Warriors just weren't able to match that intensity. So I thought the kind of effort that the Lakers brought tonight, and obviously it was led by LeBron. He had the eye of the tiger tonight. You know, those efforts, I'm not going to say they're rare, but I'll say this. I don't think the Warriors have seen – teams too much this year Bring the kind of focus and intensity from the opening tip the way that the Los Angeles Lakers did tonight. And I agree with you, JD. Like, as far as a, a snapshot of what a playoff series would look like, this would be a bear of a playoff series. And that's okay. I mean, look, the Lakers, there's a reason why, you know, they, they got a uh, Larry O'Brien trophy on the shelf right now. They are the champs in the West. I know the Jazz have the best record, but until somebody dethrones the Lakers, they're the measuring stick. So, good, good, uh, good lesson for the Warriors to learn tonight. Now, apply that to the next time out And, oh, yeah, you get to see the Lakers again in about, what, a you know, week and a half, whatever it is?
2: Yeah, two weeks from tomorrow, yeah, two weeks, uh, actually, go, yeah. at, at, at Chase Center. Uh, the Lakers will be there, their lone appearance at Chase Center on, on March the 15th to wrap up this six-game stretch now with the Warriors one game in. Again, the Lakers tonight, Portland and Phoenix Wednesday and Thursday. Then the first three out of the break are – the Clippers back at Staples Center on March the 11th, uh, the afternoon game two weeks from today against Utah, uh, who's got the best record in the NBA, and then the Lakers uh, two weeks from tomorrow. 889579570 nine five seven nine five seven zero. We'll uh, pause here on Warriors wrap up. We'll hear from Steve Kerr uh, as well as Stephen Curry as the Dubs drop this one to the Lakers in LA tonight, one seventeen to ninety one. You heard it right here on ninety five seven. The game.
3: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank
1: account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24-monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge
2: applies. Ctmobile.com.
1: Crusoe wide open. Three above the break. Nobody ran at him and he knocks it 56-31. 5631. Seven threes to the Warriors 2. It's one thing for a team to be making threes. It's another to not challenge. Wiggins takes it right to Montrez Harrell, takes the ball away, and this is getting out of control in a big way. Now, back to Warriors' wrap up with John Dickinson and Ryan Covey on 95 7, the game.
2: Yeah, it did get out of control in a big-time way. Tim Roy on the call there with Jim Barnett. We welcome you back in here as the Lakers beat the Warriors tonight 117-91, to ending the Warriors' three-game winning streak. Golden State now 19-16, and and things got out of hand quickly, and then things got out of hand uh, leading into the half. For Golden State, uh, and just no real force for the Warriors tonight. I think that's probably the most disappointing aspect of this thing. Was it, it really felt like the Warriors weren't ready to play? Just not a lot of not a lot of energy uh, for for them uh, in this game. Uninspired is probably. Uh, the best way to put it and and look it, it happens but it still can be disappointing when it happens especially when this team has been saying for the last couple of weeks that they they feel like they're at a turning point and ready to make a run a little bit and and maybe start to start to battle with the top end teams in this western conference
1: yeah, you know, I said on the pregame, J.D., this felt like the start of their midterms, right? I mean, you know, you're, you're heading into the break. Uh, you've got three really big-time games to to apply what you've learned here in the first half of the season and, and to kind of see where you're at. It is. I mean, I think midterms is the perfect description. And uh, if it was a midterm today, they filled it badly. I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, and, look, the one thing I'll say in the Warriors' favor to their credit is this year – when they've had clunkers like this, they've come back. Now they got a couple days off. I know they can't travel back to the Bay. They got, you know, they'll see Portland on Wednesday. Hopefully, they'll get a little practice in uh, tomorrow. Maybe I don't know what their schedule looks like exactly,
2: but yeah, regardless- off tomorrow. Yeah. practice Tuesday. Okay, then so to yeah. Portland.
1: Okay, so practice Tuesday uh, before Portland. Maybe iron a few of these things out, but. Usually this season we've seen when the Warriors, uh, you know, get get sucked in the mouth, uh, they'll they'll regroup and they'll come back and they'll have something uh, for the opposition. So and, and Portland again, it'll be a, you know a, a, kind of the perfect team for the Warriors to play. Very similar to the Warriors, like to shoot a lot of threes. Um, you know, got got some good guys that can that can attack the basket. So uh, I, I think it's a it'll be a good test for them. You know, you get a little uh, Steph versus Dame. Um, look, this was a clunker. The good news is it only counts for one loss, probably kind of felt like it should have counted for a few more but hey it's one loss and um you know that's why you bank wins against uh- Bad basketball teams or, or you know, substandard opposition, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and the Warriors have done that to their credit. So uh, learn from this one. Maybe watch a little bit of the tape early in this game when things really got away. You got to clean up the fouls and and just more intensity, you know, and, and to their credit, as I mentioned, J.D., usually they have brought that kind of effort. But tonight, the Lakers, they were all business and, and the Warriors weren't and they paid the price.
2: Let's hear from from Steve Kerr after this one uh, meeting in the Zoom room down at Staples Center uh, with the media. Warriors get thumped tonight uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, Steve Kerr was asked about uh, studying the film or tossing it, and here's what he said.
4: Toss it. Toss it. Uh, But I think what we have to uh, really convey to the players is this is three straight games, I believe, with 20-plus turnovers. Uh, And we've been a very good team overall. This year, in terms of turnovers, and um, so that you know, we've we've the, the message is, you know, we got to start taking care of the ball again. Three straight games like that, and then there's no way we can go back to being a high foul team and and expect to be any good. So uh, we need to clean that up before the Portland game.
2: And it's 20 tonight, 23 on Friday night, and then 18 going back to Wednesday night in the game against Indiana. So they're averaging 20 turnovers uh, over the course of these last three games. That's something that, you know, just when you're not sharp and you're going up against a good defensive team, it's going to be trouble. I thought the Warriors took some quick shots uh, and, and shots in fairness that they'd been hitting, uh, but they didn't hit them early in the game tonight. The Lakers came out hot and everything just snowballed on, on Golden State pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where, again, that's that's the areas that the Warriors can clean up, regardless of who the hell they're playing, whether you're playing the Cleveland Cavaliers or the LA Lakers. like It doesn't matter. If you commit turnovers like that, um, you know, you're know you going to be in trouble. You leave yourself vulnerable to, to give up easy buckets in, in transition, and you know some of those shots tonight, the shot selection wasn't great. I mean, you saw the Lakers. They were whipping that ball around the horn tonight, right? I mean, you talk about making the extra pass, the extra, extra pass. Uh, it was, you know, the things that we see when the Warriors are at their best and look, you know, you can get away with a a shakier effort, uh, you know, some nights in the NBA because maybe, you know, the the opposition isn't as good or they're not having a great night themselves, but this was kind of the perfect storm, right? Lakers are up for this one. Lakers are one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the NBA, and they were hitting everything in the first half. Meanwhile, Warriors couldn't hit a damn thing. So, um, you know, if the Warriors aren't going to hit their threes, and the opposition is, and the Warriors are going to be fouling, and um, you know, they're, they're going to be committing bad turnovers and letting the other team get out in transition. Meanwhile, you know, the Warriors are giving up a bunch of buckets, so they're just pulling the ball out of the net and you know, playing against a set defense the whole time. I mean, you just start adding up all the uh, all the little uh, items there, and it, it equates to the Warriors, you know, getting their butt kicked. And I think sometimes losses like this can be good, J.D. Now, you have to bounce back from them. And and again, I think to their credit, they've been able to do that. But that's where you you show growth and and maturity as a team uh, if you're able to bounce back from this. And and Kerr, you know, he's got his finger on the pulse of that locker room. So he knows, J.D., how much of this these guys need to – Experience, relive, learn from, and say no, no, no. This is where this is where we went wrong. I mean, they know it, but to see it on the film with you know Coach Brown or Coach Adams break it all down, uh, you know, maybe that'll happen on uh, you know on their practice on Tuesday, or you know, maybe you just put the blowtorch to the film and say we we know what happened, we know what we need to do to clean this up, and go do it in Portland. But either way, uh, they all know that this effort wasn't anywhere near good enough tonight.
2: Yeah, and I, th- I think they're taking the blowtorch to it. I, I think that's I think that's going to be the plan uh, for for this one, and and try to get it out of your system. I know uh, with all with the travel and the Warriors have been on the road. They were home for for less than two days, basically. Then right back in L.A. I, I think you know this game was strategically plotted to be where it was tonight and look no excuses for that for it was a made for tv kind of a game you know anytime there's a an uneven schedule like that it's like well you got to get that charlotte game in and then you're going to play the lakers sunday when the reality is you know maybe for all intents and purposes coming off that trip the warriors should have played maybe saturday at home or or maybe played the lakers tomorrow given the fact that there's uh, still a couple of days before uh they would play portland and and phoenix but hey uh it's a pandemic everybody's hopefully going to play 72 games and and things are going to be obviously always uh, made for tv events uh in the the national basketball association as far as uh the way things uh, are are scheduled 888-957-9570. Let's hear a little bit more from Steve Kerr. Uh, He was asked about the turning points uh, in tonight's game. I I don't think there were many turning points. What, the opening tip, (laughs) Steve? When when did things turn, Steve? When they showed up. (laughs) Well,
4: there was a a period uh, sort of late first quarter where we – got a few hoops and a couple stops and I think we cut it to 8 or something it was you know went from 16 or 18 down to 8 late first quarter and it felt like okay we can settle in but it, that that feeling went away really quickly so I never felt like we had any traction in the game whatsoever
2: Yeah no no traction for the Warriors tonight Uh, A big problem continues to be the fouling. We talked about it. You pointed it out off the top, uh, especially in in the first quarter. And Steve Kerr addressed uh, the problem the Warriors had tonight. Uh, Fouling, which equates to bad defense, plain and simple.
4: Yeah, we had gotten uh, much better with that over uh, recent weeks. And um, so it was disappointing to kind of go down that hole again. And it, it started right from the very beginning. We reached um, on one of the first plays of the game on a drive. And, um, and they, they had shot, I think, you know, 10 free throws by the time the first time out came and felt like anyway. So, um, you know, that was, uh, that was just disappointing because, you know, we've, we've talked ad nauseum about defending without fouling and, and rebounding and taking care of the ball. And, uh, we didn't do any of those things tonight.
2: Yeah. Didn't do any of those things. And it just, turns into an, an ugly, ugly outcome. I, it, the turnovers and the fouling are the two things when you just look at this game and, and things that the Warriors have struggled with when they've struggled. I think that's the biggest concern. I think uh, ahead of competitiveness, ahead of what it means in the grand scheme of things against good teams in the Western Conference, like that's all the stuff we're going to talk about on the talk shows the next yeah. couple of days <laughs> until this team <laughs> plays again on Wednesday night in Portland. But as far as Steve Kerr and, and what he's thinking, he's thinking, hey, when we don't play well, we foul too much, and that's bad defense. And when we don't play well, uh, typically on offense, it's because uh, of you're, not, you're either not making the extra pass or you're turning the basketball over too much. So I, I think that's going to be a heavy focus of, of what the Warriors are trying to accomplish here in the next couple of days.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, come on, man. We're year uh, – what is this? Year, oh, my God, seven under Steve Kerr. We've all learned the things that make Steve Kerr tick, right? turnovers will piss Steve Kerr off more than anything, like all coaches, because those are the unforced errors. He can live with missed shots, right? I mean, that's, that's all part of it. Some nights you'll just be cold. He talks about turnovers and he talks about defense because he knows when the Warriors protect the Rock and they defend, they give themselves a chance, even if they aren't having a good night shooting the ball themselves. Now, if they are, uh, you know, then you can maybe overcome some of those other shortcomings uh, and, you know, on nights where you're doing all of the things that he wants you to do, you know, know the, the, the Warriors typically will win and, and pretty comfortably so yeah those those are the th- and, you know the, the missing of shots yeah you want to take quality shots we understand that but you know threes a lot, a lot of these Warriors threes they're actually decent looks but they're just not dropping um, you know so games like that Steve Curry's not going to harp on miss threes right I mean unless they're just taking too many and they're settling for bad shots it's defense it's turnovers like it's not rocket science sure these guys understand basketball at a way higher level you know than, than I ever could JD but at the same time it's a pretty simple game when it comes down to it right i mean there's just there's a a few truisms uh that are 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 not you know just for the nba it's just just basketball at any level right and so uh sometimes you got to simplify things like that but certainly seven years of steve jd one thing that we've learned is turnovers and and shoddy d are always going to get the coach's ire up and, and rightfully so
2: yeah, right. Rightfully so. More uh, from Steve Kerr momentarily, but right now let's get to our who's hot and who's not, sponsored by Exergen, because accuracy matters. Uh, I, I'm looking through. I'm trying to find somebody that was hot for the Warriors Paschal, in this Paschal. ball game tonight. It's yeah, it's Eric Pascal, Exactly right. Eight for 14, 18 points. Sometimes you hope that maybe getting it going a little bit in, in a blowout for a player that's been struggling can can translate into future games, Uh, and maybe that can be the case uh, for for Eric Paschal uh, as the Warriors uh, certainly need him to be uh, a player that that can contribute as far as that bench unit goes, who's not uh, really the rest of the Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody not named Eric. (laughs) And everybody from three-point range uh, for the most part, other than Kent Bazemore, who was actually three for four, the Warriors eight for 34 from three-point range tonight. Uh, the Lakers hit 11, uh, only 31 attempts. I mean, the Lakers can be hot and cold from, from three. They were hot early in the game, but 11 for 31, That that's the kind of game where uh, on a lot of nights, if the Warriors' opponent is in that 10 or 11 range, the Warriors are probably feeling pretty good uh, about themselves as far as having a chance to win, but that's uh, not the case at all in this one. So, yeah, we'll give a nod to Eric Paschal for being hot. Tonight and uh, yeah, the Warriors just collectively uh, not uh, tonight. Uh, you look at uh, another another poor game from Andrew Wiggins as well, and yeah. and Wiggins. Wiggins has struggled a, a little bit uh, going back through the, the, the last few games. He was okay against Charlotte the other night, kind of the, the okay Wiggins game. He, he was 5-for-13 in the game in Indiana, but the Warriors win. Anytime they win, I think there's less of a focus on the individual play. Uh, when you lose, it, it, it tends to get dissected more, but I think Wiggins is, Wiggins is struggling uh, a little bit uh, over the course of the last week. So that's uh, Who's Hot and Who's Not, sponsored by Exergen. Because accuracy matters. Warriors wrap up here on ninety-five-seven. The game uh, about about ten more minutes or so. We'll get uh, up close to the top of the hour. Uh, if you want to sneak in uh, a phone call or two here, 888-957-9570 As the Warriors get uh, get beat pretty good by the Lakers tonight, one seventeen uh, to ninety-one uh, down uh, at Staples Center. As the Warriors back in action uh, on Wednesday. Let, let's uh, let's hear a little more post game sound. Uh, let's hear from Stephen Curry, uh, and he addressed all of the fouling uh, that the Warriors were doing early in the game and, and what impact that had on everything.
5: I mean, easy points, obviously, but they're, uh, if I'm not mistaken, one of the top defenses statistically. And so if you give a defense time to set up and get organized, it's it's harder. They're getting easy points at the line if they're making them. And then we're facing a set defense every possession. And, I mean, I know they remember the last game that we played against them and they came out with a lot more aggressiveness. And then, like you say, you add that on top of, you know, the equation, it's, it's tough. So uh, first six minutes, put ourselves in the hole and uh, they they kept the pressure on us. It's kind of a tough game all the way around.
2: Yeah, tough one all the way around and good defensive team able to set the defense. That that's trouble and and look, you're also playing the defending champs which has a big part big uh, plays a big role in this thing too.
1: Yeah, man, you, you got to show up, right? I mean, you're playing the Lakers in their house and you know that uh that that they feel like they owe you one. So, you're going to have to match it. And, and you know, look, it it, it is it, it, look the bottom line they didn't show up tonight they deserve to get their butts kicked they did it, it is disappointing because you know there was a lot of anticipation for this game a lot of excitement coming in and you felt like man and I even said before the game I don't need the Warriors to even win this game I just need them to show up and give the Lakers a fight like so they know look the 19 point comeback okay fine maybe you guys relax but regardless regardless of the situation we're we're a tough out and and they've really you know spent the the better part of the first half of the season, showing that to the rest of the NBA. I mean, I know the Brooklyn Nets got them twice, but by and large, teams that they've seen twice, uh, especially when they've lost the first time, they've come back and won. Uh, and, you know, they, they've proven that they can play with anybody. But this was kind of one of those games because, you know, the MLK game, the Lakers had in hand. They just got a little lax in, in credit to the Warriors. They came back and took it. Um, so this is, this is a tough loss, no doubt about it. You know, I'm glad you brought up Andrew Wiggins, though, because, uh, you know, this was he had his streak snapped to double figures. And I think Wiggins looking a little tired to me. If if there's one good that can come of a game like this, J.D., because we know the games have been coming fast and furious here in the first half, uh, you know, and and they haven't had too many opportunities to do this. In a blowout, you can you can rest your starters, right? I mean, you know, Wiggins only ended up playing 22 minutes tonight. Curry and Oubre, 26 a pop. I mean, Juan Toscano Anderson was the Warriors' leader in minutes tonight, right? The guy that's, you know, uh, on the two-way and on a game restriction – is the guy that ends up playing the most minutes. We got a little time uh, with Pascal and Wiseman with Pascal at the four uh, see, you know, because if those guys are going to be playing with that second unit together, you got to see how that works. Give them some time. So the one upside to a game like this is give some guys some time off uh, and give them a little extra rest. And I agree with you. I mean, Andrew Wiggins certainly slumping a bit. Now he's had enough of a good stretch this year for me, JD, where I'm not going to say, uh-oh, is this the Andrew Wiggins we feared was going to show up? He's going to need to struggle for a lot longer than you know, a, a week or so. Right. So hopefully, you know, the all-star breaks coming at the right time for him and he'll get recharged into the second half because Ubre and Wiggins, just like at the top of the year, what Joe Lakeham said on the broadcast, these dubs are pretty much going to go as far as those two young wings are going to take them. Uh, Ubre's still hanging in there, hanging tough, but Wiggins, man, certainly been struggling lately. And this was, this was the worst Wiggins game we'd seen in a while.
2: It is, and that's a good point about being able to, to give the starters a little bit of a rest, and, and now you got a couple of days before the next game and then the back-to-back. And it was, It's interesting. I, I want to play one more cut from, from Steph Curry, and then I want to go back to a cut from Steve Kerr because I, I think there's something that can happen here uh, in the last week before the All-Star break that the Warriors are going to have to try to avoid, especially given the quality of opponent that they're going to face. I think sometimes you almost see the break coming, and and you and you just you, you kind of limp toward the finish a little bit, and I think that's something the Warriors are going to have to avoid. Steve Kerr addressed that, uh, but first I want to hear from Steph uh, on what his just general takeaways and lessons to be learned from this game would be.
5: I think the biggest thing Draymond said it, a little bit at halftime: we have to remember, that even when we're playing well, we won three in a row. You know, teams still want to beat us and beat us bad. <laughs> they still have you know, a lot of memories from the last five, six years. So I think a lot of that is you have to, against the really good teams, those uh, disciplines that you, that separate a good team from a great team have to show up. Kara, uh, that's at the beginning, like we've done a great job of not fouling teams. And then you get the best defense in the, in the league, you know, set uh, possessions and easy points and they, they thrived off of that and they brought a little bit more energy in the first quarter. So those little things um, that we can control, can't control makes and misses every night, but you can control uh, being smart, defensively not fouling. You can control your energy and your effort and your competitiveness. And we've done a, a really good job of that. And all of a sudden tonight, we didn't have any of it. So shows in the score.
2: Yeah, they, they have done a good job, though. I'm, I'm glad Steph pointed that out. For the most part, they have done a good job with that. I mean, those first couple of games, the game in Utah, who's who's thumping everybody at, at a historic rate uh, it, with the best record in the NBA. A uh, couple other games here and there, but for the most part, the Warriors haven't had games where it just looks like they're uninspired uh, like they were tonight. And and again, you think about it, and I, I, w- I just kept thinking tonight, about the way the Lakers approached this game and what it reminded me of and, and the best context that I could put it in to relate it for a Warriors fan would be think about how the Warriors would treat an opponent that maybe had come into Oracle and beat them on a night <laughs> where they took their foot off the gas. And didn't happen often right. because a lot of times the Warriors would take their foot off the gas and then they'd win anyway at the <laughs> end. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, because they because they were that good that they could do that. But on the occasion that a team, you know, the Warriors took their foot off the gas, knowing that they were the better team, and, and got bit by another good team, which is what the Warriors did to the Lakers back in January, think of how the Warriors would have reacted the next time that team came into Oracle. And I think that was that was what I felt the Lakers did to the Warriors tonight. It was kind of like what the old Warriors, the defending champ Warriors, would have done to a good opponent. Forget, I'm not. It's just right. uh, uh, the Warriors did that to good teams all the time. They would beat seven seeds by fifty. If if you know if if uh, Memphis, I think came in and beat the Warriors one year in a game late. The uh, you know, Warriors kind of blew the game late, and the next time they came to Oracle, the Warriors beat them by fifty. I remember
1: that absolutely, and that's what champions do, right? I mean, come on, the, the L.A. Lakers, even without Anthony Davis, that's a damn good basketball team, and we see that in sports all the time, right? I mean, you know, maybe a team, we'll see a team come around and you know not take them as serious. Okay, well now you got our attention. We're going, we're going to bring the A game tonight, and. Uh, you know, look, LeBron's playing out of his mind. And, and, you know, Gasol's knocking down threes in the first. They got Schroeder back in there. And, you know, between Morris and Harrell and even Caruso. And, and you got a vet like Wesley Matthews who didn't have a great game tonight. But and Kuzma was kind of an X factor there. Uh, so, yeah, man, they this is what. Great teams do, and the Lakers are a great team. Uh, so uh, it's it's kind of uh, – it's interesting seeing the shoe on the other foot. But, yeah, Curry and, and Dre are, are certainly – and Steve Kerr, of course, are no strangers to this type of thing. Uh, so, yeah, they got a little bit of the uh, taste of the old medicine tonight. That's for sure because we've seen the Warriors do that to a lot of teams down the years.
2: One more cut that I mentioned from Steve Kerr talking about getting closer to the all-star break here. Warriors have a couple of days before they play in Portland and the Portland Phoenix back to back. And then they're going to get a week off from that Thursday. They're back the following Thursday. Uh, here, here's what Steve Kerr said about the all-star break.
4: I think everybody's looking forward to the all-star uh, break and everybody will benefit from it uh, across the league, but you know, it's not time for the all-star break. We've got two games coming up and, um, we will get plenty of rest the next couple of days, and then we've we've got a very important game in Portland that we've got to prepare for and that's that's our focus.
2: Yeah, and, and Steve got real serious and I, I was watching the zoom and, and, and that question and and obviously everybody could use a break considering the truncated schedule and everything packed together and and the COVID protocols and I, I think everybody could use a little bit of a breather from that uh, coming up here once we hit Thursday night. Uh, after that ball game in Phoenix, but but Steve got real serious toward the end of that answer, and his face kind of changed, and it was that we've got a real important game, like, and it just, it was, it, it lets you know that the priority that this Warriors team, I think, is putting on, making sure that they can be as good as they possibly can in these standings, like, all right, tonight happens, you're playing the Lakers, you already won in Staples Center this year, but Portland, Phoenix, those teams, like, those are the teams that you're going to have to beat if you want to be a 4 or a 5 seed this season.
1: Yeah, get everybody's attention, right? I mean, you know, get them back by the scruff of the neck and you got Portland coming up. I mean, look, this was game one. of It'll straddle the All-Star break, but we know this is game one of a brutal six-game stretch. So, okay, game one was a clunker. Fine the start to the season for the Golden State Warriors was a clunker, right? I mean, they got smoked in the two games out of the gate, found a way to bounce back. Their home opener was a clunker. Portland beat the brakes off of them, found a way to bounce back. So uh, just keep having that bounce back in you, and and that's where Steve Kerr's uh, coaching and, and the rest of his staff and the leadership of guys like Curry and on down the line, there needs to be that accountability, that, you know, looking at oneself, do your job, and uh, and go out and take it out on the Blazers on Wednesday night. Look, it's again, you got worked out but either you know whether you lost this game uh you know by uh what is it it was 20 26 points or you lost it on a buzzer beater it's just one loss right jd they can't give you more than one loss in any 48 minute game so uh take it for what it's worth take your medicine and apply it to the uh to the portland trailblazers on wednesday night because what the hell else can you do my brother
2: yeah, nothing else you can do. So we'll be back uh, for that one on Wednesday. Wednesday and Thursday, a couple of 7 o'clock tips. So that means Warriors Live at 5.30, both of those nights, with the Warriors in Portland and then the Warriors in Phoenix. But we're back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Full four-hour edition of The Final Word. Looking forward to that, brother. Good stuff today. Rough ball game, but uh, we made it through. We will get to tomorrow. Already March, for crying out loud, when the, uh, when the, when the clock, Six midnight here in three hours hard to believe it's we're already back to March uh considering the way the last 12 months have gone it's it's pretty crazy
1: no doubt man but I'll, I'll take it baby and uh yeah good stuff this weekend JD I know you uh you were on with Nick yesterday and back on today so you're a workhorse uh and the people appreciate it I appreciate it JD and uh we'll be locked and loaded six to ten tomorrow and we'll try and uh, we'll try and find some answers
2: all right he's Ryan Covey I'm John Dickinson that's going to do it for us uh, thanks to Sterling Thanks to Sam. Thanks to Arden. Uh, great job by one and all there. We're back again tomorrow, 6 o'clock, with the final word right here on ninety-five-seven. The Game. Lakers beat the Warriors tonight, 117-91. You heard it right here on 95.7 The Game.
3: Good night. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.